To spend or not to spend, that is the question. Or better yet, a philosophy that might be difficult to wrap your head around at first, but certainly makes for a more peaceful financial life once you do. Today on Sensible Chat, Sensible Bobby will lead you in the direction to changing your philosophy. There's no denying that knowledge is power, and that's what these episodes are all about. Empowering you to take control of your finances. Sensible Bobby has helped many people understand their finances, and she's always looking out for ways to improve spending, save a buck, and make sure you have the best information to make the best choices with your money. You can reach her at sensiblechat at gmail.com. Now, putting in her two cents, which is actually worth something, here's Sensible Bobby. To spend or not to spend, that is the question. That's a hard philosophy for those with spending troubles to wrap their heads around. So what's the answer? That depends on you, your values, your priorities, your skills, and yes, your money. I grew up believing the answer was always not to spend. That's it. No discussion. Can you find it cheaper or survive without it? Yes? Then the answer is no. But now I realize cutting spending can be just as detrimental as overspending or any spending if you don't think it through. Let's start with medical and dental care. You can skip the regular checkups and cleanings. It will save you money in the short term for sure. But I've done it, and I can tell you it costs way more in the long run. See, I came from a family that didn't go to the doctor, only the emergency room. And dental cleanings? Forget it. Brush your teeth and be done with it. So in my adult life, I've spent more money than I care to remember on dental work because I neglected regular cleanings early on. And even though my current dentist is also a very good friend, I'd rather not help him pay the mortgage. Having said all that, I'm certainly not suggesting that you go to the doctor every time you get a cold or get a dental implant at the first sign of a toothache. But take the time to think it through. There's more at stake than today's price tag. Moving on to insurance, the product everyone loves to hate. It's not only that we may never use it, but there are so many shysters out there, we always feel like we're being ripped off. The jargon in these policies is enough to make anyone crazy. But think about it. What would you do if you didn't have car insurance and you were in an accident? Can you afford to replace your car or pay for injury to another person or damage to their car? What if you got really sick and didn't have health insurance? Paying a monthly premium is really hard to swallow when you're living paycheck to paycheck, but car accidents or major sickness could bankrupt you. And the stress that comes with worrying about financial chaos you can't afford is crippling. On the other hand, you don't want to be taken for a ride by an agent who puts the fear of God into you and signs you up for more coverage than you need at a price that stretches you way too thin. So take the time to ask questions, listen, and do your own research before making a final decision. What about food? Have you ever noticed that when you go on a diet, your grocery bill goes up? Talk about a slap in the face. It's not enough that you have to give up the comfort food you love, but they want you to pay more too? It's no wonder so many diets fail. But there's no denying that eating healthy early on is better for your body, especially as we age. Do you know anyone who's diabetic? The medications are expensive, and the costs are ongoing. How about meds for high cholesterol or blood pressure? The cost can be overwhelming. The extra expense on quality food at the grocery store could save you a ton of money in medical bills and prescriptions later on. But be sensible about this. Check expiration dates and know thyself. 
I know people who buy stuff with the best intentions, but in the end, they just don't want to cook, so they go out to eat, over and over. But at some point, they feel guilty about what's still in the fridge, so they decide to finally eat at home. But the food has expired. Throw it out? Not a chance. Can't waste the money. So they eat it, get sick, and end up paying for a doctor visit. Be sure to think it through. On the other hand, I know people who refuse to buy the generic brand because the name brand is always better. I did this when I first got out on my own. After all, I grew up in a family that only bought generic, and I was done. But when I started realizing how much more I was paying for the name brand, I got back on the generic bandwagon. Then, at some point, I realized there's a middle ground. Sometimes generic is just as good, and why pay more? But sometimes you can really tell the difference. I'm not big on the taste of generic peanut butter, and if I use generic cream for my coffee, I'm just going to use twice as much, so I end up paying more anyway. But for lots of other things, it's generic all the way. I can't tell the difference, but my checkbook sure can. How about this DIY craze? If you have handyman, plumbing, or car repair skills, you could save a ton of money around the house. And thanks to YouTube, there's a how-to video for just about everything. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. And by the way, watching a video does not necessarily mean you can. Have you ever heard of the plumber with the broken toilet or the contractor whose house is falling apart? For whatever reason, they just don't want to deal with it, even though they have the skills. If this is you, accept it and pay someone else to do it. If you just got your skills through a YouTube video, make sure you can really handle the job. It's great that you'd rather replace the radiator yourself. I mean, really, when you see the cost of parts versus labor, who could blame you? But if you don't know what you're doing, you could make things much worse and end up spending a ton more. So know what you know and know what you don't know. I think my favorite example of this to spend or not to spend debate is what Scott and I refer to as the microphone incident. When we were running our audio production business, we needed to buy wireless microphones for live events. We bought the bargain brand, and the quality was not there. They wouldn't even work in some environments, and it turns out you can't return microphones. So we ended up having to eat the cost and pay the higher price for the quality we needed in the first place. It was an expensive lesson, but one we've never forgotten. What about simpler things like your electric bill? Do you keep every light on without a second thought, or read in the dark so your bill will be lower? Forget about the fact you'll have to pay for glasses later on. Then there's the pressured spending. You know, that salesperson who convinces you that you'll miss out on the deal of a lifetime if you don't buy right this second. Most of the time, all you'll miss out on is buyer's remorse. If this guy only has one left and three other people chomping at the bit to buy it, why is he wasting his time with you? If this deal ends tomorrow, but you only found out about it today, do you really need it that bad? And are you going to put it on your credit card because even though you don't have the money today, you can't pass up this great deal? Well, unless you pay it off by the time the bill comes, it's not that great of a deal because you'll have to pay interest too. The point is, anytime you feel pressured to spend money, you need to take a step back and think. Why is this person pressuring you? Because they want the sale. But is it a good deal for you? If you can take the emotion out of it and still answer yes, then do it. But don't let anyone push you into spending your money. Many personal finance experts suggest waiting 24 hours before making a major purchase so you have time to think it through without any pressure.
So far, a lot of this has been focused more on spending now versus spending later, and in most cases, spending more later. But there's also the quality of life issue. Some people, and especially if they're new to budgeting, go to extremes to cut costs. It's almost like when you go on a crash diet and cut out everything all at once. What usually happens? Chances are you'll relapse and binge on all the bad food you can possibly find in one sitting. Or, in the case of budgeting, completely throw caution to the wind and really screw up your finances. Instead, take the time to find your middle ground. This goes back to what I said in the beginning. It's about you, your values, your priorities, your skills, and yes, your money. Now, unless you're rich, cost is always going to be a consideration. But there are other considerations as well. Here again is why a spending plan is so important, so you can see how much money you have to spend after covering your financial obligations and necessities. How do you figure out the best way to spend? To get started, consider these questions. How important is this item or experience? If you could care less either way, go cheap. But if it's once in a lifetime or something that will bring you pleasure for a long time to come, maybe it's worth a bit more. Does this item or service make your life easier and give you more time to spend with family and friends? Or are you just being lazy? You've heard the phrase, time is money, so consider if the time you spend to DIY is worth the money you save. Remember, money is just a tool. Use it the best possible way in order to get the most out of your life. You worked hard for it, so choose your best reward. To spend or not to spend, that is the question. And while this seems like a strange philosophy thing, if you really think about it, it will always be true just the way it's written. To spend or not to spend, that is the question. That should be the question you take time to answer before making significant purchases. Always ask this question, but remember that the answer depends on you and your philosophical stance on money. Is it a tool or a luxury? Only you can decide. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Until next time, remember to spend and save the sensible way. That does it for this edition of Sensible Chat with your host, Sensible Bobby. If you need help creating a spending plan, write to her at sensiblechat at gmail.com. She'd love to know what you're thinking, so drop her a line at sensiblechat at gmail.com with your questions, comments, or success stories. Be sure to catch our next episode at sensiblechat.com.